Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Alexandria near the Wilson Bridge. Bowie, 301 southbound after Mount Oak Road. Crash still being worked on. Route 50 still delay free through Bowie, through Annapolis, and across the Bay Bridge. 270 northbound. Just brief delays passing through Gaithersburg. In Virginia, Prince William County, Lake Ridge. Westbound traffic on Old Bridge Road slows Mittyville Road toward a crash near Antietam Road. Police direction there continues. 66. Any westbound volume delays, relatively brief. Ditto that on 95 South through Woodbridge. Our traffic center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast from Steve Rudin. Mainly clear and chilly moving through the evening and into the overnight as temperatures fall through the 40s, eventually the 20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. A sunny start will give way to added clouds during our afternoon hours tomorrow. Temperatures will be in the 50s. We're in the 60s on Friday chance for a few showers on Saturday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Cooling off 42 in Tyson's, 40 in Waldorf, and 47 in Northwest D.C. At 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up, what people here say about the D.C. crime bill. On Marion Barry Avenue in Southeast, I'm Dick Uliano. A federal contractor accused of stealing an FBI car this week. Warning parents about guns could soon be a job for local school officials in Virginia. I'm Nick Ainelli. The state of our state, it is strong. Maryland's governor on pocketbook issues. I'm Kate Ryan. New this evening, Senate Republicans block a border security deal. Well, this squashes a plan they had originally demanded of Democrats. CBS News has the latest coming up, and then we go in depth with the Washington Post at 7.15. It is 7 o'clock. Deadly U.S. drone strike in Baghdad. Conducted against a senior commander of Qatar, Hezbollah. Israel's prime minister. Rejected a Hamas proposal for a ceasefire. Senate test vote on border and foreign aid deal. The motion is not agreed to. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. U.S. Central Command says the military has conducted a drone strike in Baghdad, killing a commander from Qatayb Hezbollah, an Iran-backed armed group in Iran. CBS's David Martin has the Pentagon. Strikes against so-called high-value targets work is that the drone operator is basically given the clearance to take the shot when he can take it. So all day, somebody has been tracking this commander as he moved about Baghdad. CENTCOM says the unilateral strike was in response to the attacks on U.S. service members in the region. Israel dismisses a Hamas plan to end the fighting in Gaza and secure the release of the hostages. CBS's Robert Berger in Jerusalem. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu described Hamas's terms for a ceasefire as outrageous. He said if Israel surrenders to these demands, it would invite another massacre. In Ramallah, a group of Palestinians protest the visit of Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who says after meeting with Palestinian and Israeli leaders. Israelis were dehumanized in the most horrific way on October 7th. The hostages have been dehumanized every day since, but that cannot be a license to dehumanize others.
Blinken says a Hamas-Israel deal is still possible. A missing Marine Corps helicopter carrying five troops from Nevada to California after training has been located in mountains outside of San Diego. KFMB-TV's Kelly Hessenau. This is in a remote area of the Cleveland National Forest. Rugged terrain, lots of rocks. There are trails for vehicles to go through, but it is rough. So crews had to deal with lots of mud and snow. The California governor's office reports at least nine weather-related deaths after nearly three days of torrential rain. L.A. residents caught a break before the next storm rolls in. KNX's John Baird. Homes were damaged, roads were flooded, and the hills around L.A. were completely saturated with water. In fact, city officials said they had already responded to 390 fallen trees and 475 mudslides. L.A. Fire Captain Eric Scott. We are still responding to numerous reports of uh, mudslides and debris flooding. He also says they've been busy saving people trapped by the flooding. And our swift water rescue teams performed five rather dramatic rescues. On Wall Street, stocks closed up. Now this. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 703 on WTOP. It's Wednesday evening, February 7th, 2024. DuPont Circle, 43 degrees, down to the mid-20s tonight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. We've been telling you a lot about the new push by D.C. government to stop carjackings, open-air drug sales, and massive theft from stores, among other crimes. Now WTOP goes out into some of the communities hardest hit by crime currently to hear how people are reacting. Our Dick Uliano reports from a neighborhood east of the Anacostia. Cars and buses move steadily here on Marion Barry Avenue. And on the sidewalks, folks have voiced support for tougher enforcement against crime. They have to do something because they can't just sit around and don't do nothing. Things will get worse. I think that's a good idea because a lot of people die over some silly stuff. Each person asked also insisted the district must have a balanced approach to crime fighting, including mental health services, jobs, and other resources. Most service have a place for them. They don't have no boys clubs or nothing. When I came up, we had that. We had boys clubs and stuff like that. In Southeast D.C., Dick Uliano, WTOP News. New tonight, a federal contractor working for the FBI is now under arrest after investigators say he stole an FBI vehicle from Bureau headquarters in D.C. yesterday afternoon, then drove to another FBI outpost in Vienna. Later, a loaded gun belonging to the agent who drove the car was found inside the vehicle. CBS News reports John Worrell of Virginia worked for an outside government contracting agency and was assigned to FBI HQ. They say he stole the dark green four-door Ford sedan from an FBI garage and drove to another FBI facility in Vienna where he displayed the credentials of the federal agent to whom the car was assigned and tried to get in. Worrell isn't an FBI agent or a law enforcement officer, but he was authorized to be at the D.C. headquarters. Investigators say he claimed to have a classified meeting at the Vienna FBI facility. He did not have the necessary access cards. He never did get in. And during an interview, CBS News reports that he told investigators he believed he'd been receiving coded messages, which appeared in various forms, including emails, stage whispering, and a variety of different context clues over the course of several weeks. 
It's now 7.05 here on WTOP. A man who possibly posed as a rideshare driver is under arrest after Fairfax County Police say he offered a woman a ride home then sexually assaulted her. Investigators say the victim was leaving DuPont Circle in D.C. after midnight New Year's Day when the suspect offered her the ride. Officers say 39-year-old Mohanad Abura took the victim to a park in Lorton where he assaulted her. Abura is charged with rape and abduction. He's being held in Fairfax County's jail without bond. Fairfax County police say there may be more victims here, and if you have information, they ask you to give them a call. Should local school systems send warnings about guns directly to you and your family? That's what would happen in Virginia if Governor Glenn Youngkin signs into law a bill just passed by the legislature. The legislation would require local school boards across Virginia to send emails and text messages every school year to families, letting them know about their legal responsibilities to safely store guns in their house and about statistics related to firearm-related accidents. Democratic State Senator Stella Pekarski. It simply empowers parents with the knowledge they need to safely secure firearms. But Virginia gun rights advocate Philip Van Cleve claims the legislation demonizes gun ownership. This bill is trying to tilt things towards the gun control side. To me, they're pushing a biased agenda. It has passed in both the House of Delegates and the Senate, but it's not clear whether Governor Glenn Youngkin is going to sign the measure or veto it. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Maryland's governor says while the state's economic outlook is strong, he understands the financial pressures on families. That was part of his message as he delivered the new State of the State address in Annapolis. Here's the story from WTOP's Kate Ryan. Maryland Governor Wes Moore told the General Assembly in Annapolis that the state of the state is strong. We've announced the creation of nearly 40,000 new jobs, many of them in communities that have been historically left behind. But that too many people are feeling the pinch of high housing costs. I've introduced three housing bills to address that in this session. He also explained as the cost of child care increases, overall female employment decreases by 5%. And that's why our proposed budget includes the single largest investment for funding of child care in Maryland's history. And Moore talked about the continued push to invest in schools. We need to honor our pledge to make Maryland schools the best in this entire country. Moore said details for his plans of the state government operations, including a dashboard where progress can be tracked, will be released tomorrow. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up here after traffic and weather, Uber and other ride shares have been quite busy lately. And how Kentucky makes quite a bit of money off our area. It's 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's go to Kane Halifax in the traffic center. On the Capitol Beltway, slow traffic on Oxon Hill Interloop. After Maryland 210, watch out for a crash that remains along the left lane. In the district, Benning Road, both ways between C Street Southeast and E Street Southeast, we have a road closure in effect due to police activity. As we take a look in Maryland, I-95 southbound at Maryland 32, we have the left shoulder block because of a crash. In Bowie, US 301, southbound after Mount Oak Road, watch out for a crash involving an overturned vehicle. In Virginia, Prince William County in Lake Ridge, Old Bridge Road, westbound at Antietam Road. A crash has traffic backed up in Woodbridge. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency for the best dining, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand name mattresses. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. 
I'm Kane Halifax, WGOP Traffic. Now, 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Steve Root. A very quiet and chilly evening as we move through the next several hours. Temperatures will fall through the 40s. Eventually, we're in the 20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. We start the day off with sunshine, but clouds are going to increase midday. Temperature 53 to 58 degrees. Winds will continue to increase from the south, and that's going to bring even warmer temperatures for the day on Friday. Highs then will be in the 60s, a mix of sunny clouds. Chance for a few showers on Saturday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle 43. Germantown is at 40. Annandale 43 degrees. But gradually, we could be as cold as 24 overnight in our suburbs. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. Uber drivers completed 2.6 billion rides last quarter, up 22% from a year ago. The U.S. News list of best online bachelor's degrees includes Hopkins and Virginia Tech for IT degrees and UVA for online education degrees. Bourbon production contributed a record $9 billion to Kentucky's economy last year. 95% of the bourbon sold globally is made in Kentucky. The Dow rallied 156 points Wednesday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. So far for the Asia-Pacific markets, a little higher. The ASX 200 up one quarter percent. Jackson Hewitt offers you your biggest refund, guaranteed, or your money back, plus a hundred bucks. Hurry into Jackson Hewitt today. 7-11 now on WTOP. And coming up, another key vote in Congress has gone down to defeat just hours ago. Our leaders of the GOP losing control of their people up on the Hill. We'll go in-depth with the Washington Post in just a few minutes. Ciao. I'm Gian Andrea Noseda, the music director of the National Symphony Orchestra. We are stepping up the drama at our next concert, and I'd love for you to feel all the power and passion with us. Sublime star power and cinematic bliss await at the Kennedy Center. February 7th through 9th in the concert hall, three-time Grammy Award-winning violinist Hilary Hahn returns to perform the lush, glittering violin concerto by film score legend Eric Wolfgang Korngold, evoking Viennese romance and old Hollywood glamour. Korngold's music is an entire movie of emotions in one glorious masterpiece. Then, brace yourself for Beethoven's Immortal Symphony No. 3, Eroica, conducted by John Andrea Nozeda. Written following the composer's discovery he was going deaf, Eroica is a radical ode to freedom, bursting with raw, thunderous surprise. Don't miss Hilary Hahn, Nozeda, and the NSO at the Kennedy Center before they embark on their European tour. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. Coming up later this half hour, what is America's sport? One hint, according to one survey, is it's no longer baseball. 7-12. Hi, everyone. It's your favorite big sister, Jess Fingles, here with New Look Home Design. You might remember my little brother, Patrick, always talking about his 50% off of roofing. Well, let's just say I've got something even better. How about an incredible 60% off all roofing and siding materials? That's right, 60% off. But hold on, because the Better Fingles isn't finished yet. Our manufacturers are throwing in an amazing $1,500 rebate 
to sweeten the deal. Don't wait for spring for home improvements. Winter is when you save. At New Look, we're a year-round home improvement company dedicated to keeping our crews busy, and that means passing the savings to you. Give us a call, 800-279-5300, or visit newlookhomedesign.com to save 60% off plus an extra $1,500 rebate. When it comes to home improvement, trust New Look and me. The better fingles for the better deals. NewLookHomeDesign.com. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant trends for digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 714, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us today. Things do not seem to be working on Capitol Hill right now. Senate Republicans have blocked a bipartisan border package scuttling months of negotiations between the two parties on legislation meant to cut down record numbers of illegal border crossings. Many Republicans said the election year compromise was not enough, even as supporters of the bill insisted that it was the best that could be achieved with this divided government. Two failed votes in the House last evening are seen as major defeats for Speaker Mike Johnson. Republicans failed to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas and an effort to send $14 billion to Israel was also voted down. A little while ago, we got on Skype to talk about all this with Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell. There's a lot of internal turmoil within the Republican Party right now. On the House side, you have House Speaker Mike Johnson, who lost two big votes. For the time being, those votes were held and they lost. Members of Congress, Republicans, are wondering if there's a leadership vacuum. Johnson is untested, inexperienced, and some say in over his head. On the Senate side, you have an extremely experienced leader of the Senate Republican Conference and Mitch McConnell, and he also seems to be floundering right now. He devoted a member of his conference to four months negotiating a border deal that his members requested and required for Ukraine aid that fell apart in a matter of hours, really less than two days. And now they are having internal deliberations over what to do about Ukraine. So it's a very tumultuous time where not a lot is getting done. The Republican Party internally is extremely at odds with each other. You mentioned both the House Speaker and the Senate Republican leader. Is it really Donald Trump that the members of Congress, Republican members of Congress, want to be led by that may not be interested in being led by Mike Johnson, for example? Well, it's an interesting dynamic in the sense that you have Mike Johnson, who is relatively close with Donald Trump. They don't have, uh, you know, they don't know each other super well, but... Mike Johnson is a huge supporter of Donald Trump, helped to try to overturn the last, at least challenge the last election. And then you have Mitch McConnell, who has no relationship with Donald Trump, hasn't uttered his word, his name since he left office more than three years ago. The Trump wing of the party is growing and it is becoming more influential and more powerful, especially the likely Republican nominee. Johnson is, you know, taking cues from Donald Trump, but also worried about challenges to his own speakership. Meanwhile, McConnell 
is kind of governing in the way of a Republican Party of the past that really doesn't exist anymore. Do we know enough yet to be able to say whether the lack of a border deal badly hurts President Biden in his re-election efforts or perhaps equally badly hurts some Republicans as they try to stay in office? There was a very vibrant lunch that Senate Republicans held today. And it was extremely contentious. Members were yelling at each other. And one of the frustrations and points of anger is that they demanded the border deal. They spent four months trying to get it. A large number of Republicans, most of them, walked away from it, said it wasn't strong enough, wasn't good enough. And now Republicans could very well get blamed for it. Now, mind you, big reason they walked away from this border deal is because the right-wing media started to undercut it before it was out. And Donald Trump said, don't do that. Don't give Biden a win. Wait until I'm in office and we'll secure the border. Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell on Skype. She is co-author of the early 202 newsletter. And Juan Herrera at the producer's desk here in the newsroom just told me the Senate has gone into recess until tomorrow. No more votes tonight. Stay with us on WTOP, your breaking news, traffic, and weather station. We'll have a quick look at the top stories we're working on. Senate Republicans did block that bipartisan southern border package, throwing out months of negotiations between the parties. A U.S. drone strike in Iraq kills a senior commander of one of Iran's proxies. We're following the latest from the region. Israel's prime minister has rejected Hamas's ceasefire terms. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's traffic and weather on the 8th, brought to you by Northrop Grumman, innovation that defends what matters. Matters most. Northrop Grumman is defining possible with a cutting edge missile defense system for a safer tomorrow. Visit NorthropGrumman.com. Let's go to Kane Halifax in the WTOP Traffic Center. Start off in Virginia, Prince William County in Lake Ridge, Old Bridge Road, westbound at Antietam Road. Crash has uh, traffic hitting the brakes in Woodbridge. In Maryland, I-95 southbound at Maryland 32, we have the left shoulder block because of a crash. In Bowie US 301, southbound after Mount Oak Road, watch out for a crash involving an overturned vehicle. On the Capitol Beltway, slow traffic and uh, Oxon Hill inner loop after Maryland 210, watch out for a crash that now has been moved to the left shoulder in Temple Hills Outer Loop after Maryland 414 St. Barnabas Road exit uh, 4. Crash has the right side blocked. In the District Benning Road both ways between C Street Southeast and E Street Southeast we have a road closure in effect due to police activity. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy to use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com I'm Kane Halifax, WTOP Traffic. 7 News, first alert, meteorologist Steve Root. Clear skies this evening will yield temperatures in the 20s and lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. As we move through our Thursday, sunshine will fade behind cloud cover with temperatures in the 50s. We'll see southerly winds late tomorrow night into the day on Friday. That's going to boost our temperatures well into the 60s by Friday afternoon. Mid-60s on Saturday, chance for a few showers, all part of a cold front. We're in the 50s on Sunday. Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. At DuPont Circle, we're at 43, Germantown at 39, Annandale 43. Not all of us will get this cold, but the forecast uh, from 7 News is reporting it will be down to 24 for the coldest suburbs tonight. And we're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service seven days a week.
Coming up on WTOP, we may still be a long way from the RFK site in D.C. being the new home of the Washington Commanders, but a little progress to report tonight. It's 720. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Are you joining us at the most important gathering of cybersecurity and risk leaders of the year? Gartner Security and Risk Management Summit is returning at the Gaylord National Convention Center June 3rd through June 5th in National Harbor, Maryland. Network with more than 4,000 industry-leading peers and attend research-backed sessions covering your top priorities, including cloud security, threat detection, ransomware, zero trust, and more. Special $875 discount for government and public sector employees. Register at Gartner.com slash U.S. slash security risk. Get 50% off tax prep at Jackson Hewitt. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max savings $200. Visit JacksonHewitt.com slash 50 for terms. Thanks for being with us tonight at 722. In 2014, an Alexandria man developed a very rare form of cancer. Thankfully, he was able to beat it. This Saturday and Sunday will mark his 10th year since his battle that he has literally stood up for others who are trying to stay alive and get better. It was a very scary experience. In 2014, Pat Malone had chest pain, and that led to a discovery of a tumor. That was basically building up in, you know, inside of my chest. It was removed, and a biopsy confirmed he had what is called a malignant peripheral nerve sheath tumor. But after treatment, he was cancer-free. This year will mark the 10th year that the Air Force veteran has stood up for 24 hours at Fireworks Pizza in Arlington to raise money for Walter Reed Medical Center and Fort Belvoir's Community Hospital. This may be his last year due to a neurological condition that makes it hard for him to stand. Why stand up? I'm literally standing because there's people who um, are I'm just gonna get a little choked up, but people who are fighting cancer. Who can't stand up? Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Fundraiser is part of the Entertainment Industry Foundation Stand Up to Cancer. It runs 24 hours from 4.30 p.m. Saturday afternoon to 4.30 on Sunday. And again, that's at Fireworks Pizza in Arlington. Congress has taken a key step toward developing a new D.C. stadium for the commanders on the property of their old football home RFK. WTOP's Mitchell Miller today on the Hill. The current stadium is vacant and in disrepair. Congressman Bruce Westerman, chair of the House Natural Resources Committee, which has advanced a bill opening the way for the district to enter a 99-year lease with the National Park Service. Over the years, the stadium and surrounding area have hosted multiple sports teams and undergone many changes. The legislation would allow for a host of additional and significant changes, and supporters of a new stadium hope they would include a new home for the commanders. The measure has bipartisan support, but D.C. also has competition from Maryland and Virginia as the team's new ownership considers its next move. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. When you think of America's pastime, you think of baseball, probably. Well, not anymore. A new survey found 53% of Americans now call football America's sport. 
Baseball comes in second, but it's not even close. Only 23% of those surveyed said they'd stick with baseball. Basketball, soccer, racing, and hockey rounded out the list, all in single digits. Sports at 25 and 55. It's 725. Let's check in with Rob Woodfork. Well, the Wizards used an 8-0 run to take the lead over the Cavaliers. It's now a 20-18 to lead in the first quarter over at Capital One Arena. Kyle Kuzma leading the way in his return to the lineup with eight points on three of seven shooting. A full slate of local college basketball.